Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 63 of Kick-Ass Every Day. As always, I want to start off by thanking my returning listeners for coming back. And if you're new here, thank you so much for giving me a try. Together, we will use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. Well, happy October. So the month of October has become one of my favorite months. And that is all thanks to the birth of my grandson, Anthony, almost four years ago on October 17th. Before that, October meant fall and everything that comes with it. And of course, Halloween, not really my favorite holiday, but it is becoming fun again because of Anthony's love of it. After all, he is an October baby. So episode 62 was all about daring to live your potential. And I did a follow-up Kick-Ass Everyday TV video on the power of dreaming big, which was one of the ways I told you that helps you to live your potential. Well, this week's episode is going to continue on this great kick-ass vibe we've been traveling and focus on our six higher mental faculties or superpowers that we have all been gifted. As I told you from episode one, your mindset is where everything starts and that is why it is crucial to spend as much time as possible strengthening that. The first time I learned about these six higher mental faculties was about a year ago when I received an email from Mary Morrissey of the Brave Thinking Institute. She's another personal development great that I'll be sharing more about with you in a future episode. Now, I got to know Mary and her teachings through Bob Proctor because they have worked together on several projects over the years, including working with the law, which I've spoken about before in episode 56, which is where I introduced you to Bob Proctor. Mary and Bob put together the program, The Magic in Your Mind, which is all about the six higher mental faculties and how you can work with and strengthen them in your daily life. That program and what I've been learning about these faculties and my personal experience with them and tapping into them are the inspiration for this episode. So let's dive in and explore these mental faculties or superpowers, as Mary calls them. They are imagination, intuition, the will, memory, reason, and perception. Our minds are amazing. And these six superpowers are gifts given to us by God or the universe. These six faculties are what separate us from the rest of the animal kingdom. As I've heard Bob mentioned before, we don't blend into our environment the way the rest of the animals do. We create it. Therefore, the source of the results you have in your life is not in the world. It is always within you. Now, that can either frighten or excite you. I guess that depends on what results you currently have, doesn't it? Neville Goddard, an American author who wrote on the Bible, mysticism, and self-help said, we need to unburden our mind from this false notion that there is anything standing in the way of having anything you want in life. That is so true. And once you accept this, you have crossed that imaginary line and gone from a bystander in life to an active participant. And the best way to make the most of being an active participant is with personal development. So let's look at the first of these faculties, imagination. 
This is by far the most influential and my favorite. When I received that email from Mary about a year ago about the Magic in Your Mind program, she had an assessment attached to it. It was a free quiz to help determine which of the six faculties you already were the best at. Well, I took it knowing what the answer would be, and of course, it was imagination. I mean, creativity might as well be my middle name. Look, as a little kid, we are all good at imagination. It was completely natural for us. I see my grandson now and love his imagination. But as we get older and spend more time in school, our imagination is kind of programmed out of us, which is really a shame and kind of sad. So it's up to us to reignite and kick it into high gear. This is why I say dream big. It allows you to stretch your imagination beyond what you think you're capable of. So what are some ways to do this to strengthen your imagination? First, close your eyes and really picture how you want your life to look. We think in pictures, so utilize this ability to its maximum. Make the images feel so real to you by filling in all the details. Just let yourself go with this exercise. If you had a million dollars and you had to spend every penny of it, you couldn't give it away or invest it, but could only spend it. What would you spend it on? Next, spend a day just noting what images you do hold in your head and write them down. Don't try to change them, but just observe. Just by raising your awareness, you are beginning to encourage this faculty. Now, when you think about the life that you want, think about it often and with the feeling that you already have it. Don't obsess or worry about the how, how these things will come. That is the universe's job. Just pay attention to the ideas that come to you and act upon those when you connect with them the most. You need to expect and believe you will achieve this life that you were creating, which leads me to the last way. Be creative. I don't want to hear, oh, I'm not creative, or I don't have that gene. Bullshit. We all have that ability. Some have just made it a priority. Okay, on to the next faculty, intuition. Now, this is one that I've really been working on lately. And I started out just testing my ability in this area, just seeing if when trying to find an answer to something, if I just listened to the answer, it would come to me. The more I practice this, the better I have been getting. You see, your intuition is always speaking to you. The key is to trust the feeling you have about something to guide you. That is your intuition. And those feelings, hunches, and coincidences, they are all important messages from spirit. And they're meant to guide you in the right direction to the answers that you are seeking. So what are some ways to strengthen your intuition? First up, uh, meditation, people. Yes, meditation, as if you needed another reason to practice it. You see, your mind has to be quiet for you to be able to hear what spirit is trying to say. Jonas Salk said, intuition will tell the thinking mind where to look next. One of the best things about learning to trust in the universe to bring you the answers is the freedom it gives you from trying to force things to happen. I simply say a little prayer, asking for some guidance and allow my spirit to do the rest. Another great way is to write a list of powerful affirmations that will support you on your journey to whatever goal you're trying to achieve or whatever you are calling forth into your life. Write them out in the present tense like you already have it. For example, I'm so happy and grateful now that my business has reached the million dollar mark or that I have now lost 20 pounds and that I feel healthy and alive every day. By writing out positive affirmations and placing them where you can see them, you're training your mind for success. 
and you'll be able to see the universe lining things up for you much easier. The answers you are looking for are always within you. I've said this to you several times now in lots of different episodes. When you learn to be easy about calling them forth and asking spirit to guide you, you can't lose. That first feeling you have about something is always your intuition. Trust that. The third mental faculty is the will. The will is what gives you the ability to hold one idea on the screen of your mind to the exclusion of all outside distractions. As important as the imagination is, the will is equally important because it works hand in hand with imagination. It is the will that keeps the imagination centered on the direction you are moving in. The will, when used properly, is really sustained concentration. The key is to concentrate on the right things. Never focus on a problem. Bob says you want to use your will to take your mind off the problem and put it on the answer, on the image of what it is you're trying to create, the life you are calling forth. When you do this, you are tapping into spirit, which holds the perfected image of you. Over and over, keep your mind on the image of the life you are wanting to create for yourself and things will absolutely start to shift. This works because I've used it over and over again. So what are a few ways to help you strengthen this amazing faculty to be able to use it in the correct way? First, create a vision board. If you've never heard of a vision board or used one before, I highly recommend it. Simply find a few pictures either online or in a magazine that represent whatever it is that you are trying to call forth, whatever it is that you want to bring into your life. Whatever you picture your life looking like and either take them to a piece of paper or a cork board and place it where you can see it every day. These are so much fun to create. I will share my current one uh, in the show notes on my website just to give you some inspiration. You can also find lots of ideas online as well. This will help you to hold that mental image when you concentrate on it often, when you live inside of those images. Another great thing to do is before you go to bed at night, set a clear, positive expectation of how you want your day to go tomorrow. Spend a few minutes concentrating on it. And then as soon as you wake up and get ready for your day, repeat the process. You will be surprised at how well this works and can see early on in your day that things are going as expected. Here's the thing. Even if the unexpected happens, your mood will be such that it won't affect you in a negative way. You'll be able to navigate whatever comes along with ease. When we use the will properly and daily, you are planting things in your subconscious mind and activating the law of attraction, the law of vibration, and the law of gratitude. Super, three super powerful laws. All right, let's move on to number four, the mental faculty of memory. Now, this is one that is always top of mind for me. I think it's because I remember the phrase, use it or lose it. And I never want to lose it, LOL. But memory, like any other mental muscle, has to be exercised. You have to challenge yourself in this area. Do you remember playing the memory game as a kid? I play it again now with my grandson, and I'm pretty good at it. Part of this is because I can picture in my mind where the cards are when they've been turned over. Again, we think in pictures. We actually have perfect memories. We just need to practice using them on a daily basis. During the part of Miracles in Your Mind, when Bob was speaking about memory, he has you do a simple exercise to prove to yourself that you too have a perfect memory. I took the challenge and it totally worked. 
I will share more about this technique in the show notes on my website and in an upcoming video. But basically, he teaches you to memorize things through ridiculous association. And that is just one of the ways to improve your memory. Here are a few others. First, write things down. This has been my go-to for some time. I make out a grocery list every week, and there have been a few times that the list for whatever reason, didn't make it to the store with me. Hmm, maybe there's a memory issue there. I don't know. But because I wrote everything down, I'm able to remember most everything on that list. Again, we think in pictures, so I can picture the list in my mind. Second, a great way to remember someone's name when you're meeting them for the first time is to first listen and pay attention when they tell you their name and then repeat it a few times during your conversation with them. Try to associate something with them and their name. Rick, my husband, is terrible with names, but better at remembering numbers than me. So together, we make a good team in that regard. I used to be a mystery shopper a few years back, and I always had to remember the name of the customer service person who was helping me. So it was something I always paid attention to. Plus, you've heard me say before that a person's name is important to them. So if you treat it with that level of importance, you are more likely to remember it. Another great and fun thing to do is to picture yourself in the future life you are creating. Really interact with your surroundings. By doing this, your future self has information that you need and can use right now. This is called future memory and it is powerful. But again, just have fun with it. I've also just purchased The Memory Book by Harry Lorraine and Jerry Lucas. This book has been around for a while. In fact, it was first published back in 1974 and continues to be a bestseller because of how well the techniques in there work. Well worth the 1095 price tag. I can't wait to dive in and see what gems I can garner from it and then pass them along to you. Treat improving your memory like a game and you can't lose. The fifth mental faculty that we all possess is reason. Now, I know when you think of reason, you think of being reasonable. Well, I want you to put that aside and be open to the concept of right reason, which is a state of harmony between your thoughts and your intuition. Now, I've spoken several times about how powerful our thoughts are and the importance of paying attention to what you think about. Did you know that every, let me repeat that, every great leader has been in complete agreement on one thing that we become what we think about. That is astounding because great leaders rarely agree on anything. Henry Ford once said that 2% of people think, 3% think they think, and 95% would rather die than think. I don't even know what to say about that, except it is obvious everywhere. And with the current leadership we have in this country, that this is completely accurate. It is with your inductive reasoning skill that you think. This is why it is the highest function that we are capable of. So we better stop missing the mark when it comes to doing this. This is why I did an entire episode about thinking and speaking for yourself. You have to provoke yourself to think because when you do, you tap into the infinite power of the universe that is streaming into your consciousness all day, every day. It is always there, ready to give you the answers, but you have to engage with it. There's always an answer to every problem. And as Mary said, you have to make those answers welcome. Tune into the vibration that makes them welcome. Our destiny is not determined by our history without our permission. So if you have not achieved the dreams you have set out for yourself in the past, 
Who cares? Every day is a new day, a new opportunity. Trying harder isn't always the answer either. In fact, at times, this is exactly the wrong thing to be doing. Bruce Lee once said, the less effort, the faster and more powerful you will be. This comes right back to right reason, being in harmony with your thoughts and intuition. So what are some ways to improve and tap into right reason? First, recognize that thinking and mental activity are two separate things. Most people, and I'm including myself in this, operate at times with a mindset, which is really a set mind, that success comes one step at a time. This is conventional wisdom, right? This is what we are taught to do. What I want you to start thinking of now is how can I square my potential? How can I leapfrog my success? You have to train yourself to think outside the box and recognize that often we are shooting far below what we are capable of. Think big dreams. Next, allow yourself to be unreasonable. And I don't mean in the traditional way. I mean, stop sacrificing and stifling your own dreams and goals out of fear. Fear of disappointing yourself or someone else. Fear of failure or looking stupid. Fear of not following the status quo. We are here to be our absolute best version of ourselves and to never stop growing. So when we stifle that growth, we're not being true to ourselves at all. You have permission to be unreasonable. Lastly, stop living on autopilot. You have to take control of the plane. If you keep doing what you've always done, it's safe to say that you're going to get the results you've always gotten. Don't settle for less than your best and less than what you are capable and deserving of. Look for those soul jumps and milk them for all they are worth. Keep going back to the moments that make you feel in complete agreement with your spirit. All right, we reached number six, perception. This one is really important, so I want you to pay attention here. Perception is everything. Wayne Dyer said, when you change the way you look at something, the thing you look at changes. This is so true. Just walk into any room of your house, take a picture of one side, and then walk to the other side of the room and take a picture from that point of view. And it is totally different. I recently redid our home office and rearranged the furniture so that the desk no longer faces the wall, but looks out to the rest of the room and even has a side view out the front window. I knew it would make a huge difference into how I felt in this space. And it totally has. I really want to be in here now. This is how you need to look at your life as well. When you are facing any kind of a challenge, don't suffer waiting for a circumstance to change before you can feel better. We always have the choice to respond to any situation the way we want to. So choose a response that is empowering for you, not disempowering. I'll give you a way to help you do this in just a minute. Your circumstances are nothing until you call it until you decide what they're going to mean to you. Don't let your perception about something trick you. Always be willing to look at the world from a totally different point of view. I'm always telling my kids to look at things from someone else's point of view and remind myself of this as well. This is the best way to understand yourself and others. What you see has to do with the way you are pointed in life. Want to change things? Then change the direction you are pointed in. I remember when we were in Italy and got the opportunity to visit the statue of David in Florence, one of my favorite experiences from that trip. 
One of the best things about this exhibit is that you get to walk in a circle around the entire statue. So you get the opportunity to see it from every angle. I just went back and looked at those pictures again, and it is amazing the subtle differences in how the statue makes you feel when looking at it from different angles, especially from behind. And yes, David has a very nice derriere, but to view things from his perspective allows you to put yourself in his shoes and imagine what it must have felt like to face Goliath. Okay, so what are some ways to strengthen your perception abilities? First, practice using our mental pause button. This is something I'm forever saying that people don't do enough. They don't pause before they blurt out something in response to a heated situation. When you are faced with a difficult situation, a challenge, I don't care what it is. Next time, remember to push your internal pause button for three days. And during those three days, instead of focusing on the negative, practice looking for any possible good in that circumstance. By doing this, you will allow yourself to choose your reaction, not from an overwhelmed point of view, but from a place of calm. This will allow you and the universe to bring in better things. Something better will come along and you will be in charge instead of your fear and emotions. Next, choose to look at things from a God's eye view instead of a bug's. One of the things I taught in my mini course that I designed is a process called review, release, and rewrite. And one of the steps is to close your eyes and imagine yourself rising above the earth so that you are now looking down as opposed to being stuck in the weeds like a bug. From this new perspective, you're able to see things differently and see ahead to where a new clear path may exist for you, a way around the mountain that is now in front of your view. This allows you to make your problems small enough with this God's eye view. Like Bob says, you can uncrown the circumstance and keep it in perspective. This helps you to open up to all the possibilities that exist. It is a powerful technique. It helps you to move up the slope of thought, which leads to this next way. Listen to an audio recording like the ones I am always suggesting that you find on YouTube from Abraham Hicks, Bob Proctor, or Jim Rohn, or read a book that helps you to take yourself up a few steps of ladder of thought. This helps you to get to a higher frequency, a better feeling place of possibility and new perspectives. It is amazing how when you tap into spirit, you immediately feel better, but you have to be the one willing to do that. Remember, we have been given free will, the ability to make choices. So choose the good ones. Choose the good thoughts that elevate you and those around you. All right. I think it's time that we wrap this episode up. We talked about a lot of things here. So go back and listen a few times and let everything sink in. Every time you listen to this or another type of personal developed teaching, you will always hear things that you didn't hear the first time. The same goes for books. Just to recap, our six higher mental faculties are imagination, intuition, the will, memory, reason, and perception. They all work together and are what makes us the creative beings that we are. Archibald MacLeish, um, an American poet and writer, once said, the only thing about a man that is a man is his mind. Everything else you can find in a pig or a horse. I love that. So use and develop your amazing mind and never stop doing this. Never stop reaching for the stars and being the amazing creator that you are. I've listed a bunch of great resources on my website under the show notes for this episode. Have a great week and don't forget to invite your friends to listen and subscribe so that we can continue this amazing journey together and kick ass every day. 
Till next time. 